You are listening to a special edition iFanboy podcast on Man of Steel. Welcome to a special edition iFanboy podcast on Man of Steel. My name is Connor Kilpatrick, and I'm here with Mike Romo. Hey. And special guest star, Josh Flanagan. Go to hell. (laughs) My website. We are are (laughs) iFanboy.com. We like comics, we read comics, but also sometimes we go to the movies and see comic book inspired movies, and this week we saw Man of Steel, the big Warner Brothers release, the attempt to bring Superman back into the cultural zeitgeist after Superman Returns, which was X number of years ago. I don't even remember how many years ago it was. And not a zeitgeist. Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven, years seven years ago. Seven years ago. Wow, jeez. Zack Snyder, Christopher Nolan <laughs> producing, um, Henry Cavill starring as Superman. We have, there's probably a lot to talk about, so we should just jump into it. This, this, is, this is a very divisive movie. And I can see why. The first thing I thought of as, as I left was I can see why this is so divisive. And I kind of admire them for going that way. Well, you know what's funny, and literally, I've been I've been home from the theater for about twelve minutes, <laughs> so uh, maybe the level of sort of deep introspection may not happen quite yet. But I, what do you think are the are the? Is this the right place to start? But like, well, spoiler warning: there will be spoilers. Yeah, this yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. lots of spoiler warnings here. Go ahead. I mean, what do you think the main sort of points of of contention are would be about it? I, I mean, I know like there's the classic like. Well, this they changed, and this they didn't, and is it just that they changed things? No, I, think, I think the main point of contention is that, is that he kills Zod. Okay. Really? Yeah, I think that's what I've seen. That's what I've seen most of. I haven't read. A lot. I've been trying to stay away from most discussion because I wanted to come into this one. Yeah, I, I hadn't as read as any, possible. So. But Me the ones and that I, have bled through my protective shield have been about him killing Zod, and it does. That was probably the only thing that didn't really work for me in terms of um, things they changed. And we're really this is really sort of disjointed, but. Let's just jump into the cast. I think that's the main, sure. the biggest point is that, you know, Superman's thing is he doesn't kill. He's like Batman, and that's the problem. I think the Warner Brothers think they have with their heroes is that they're not as cool as Marvel heroes, so they have to start killing people. And, you know, I was reading Superman Unchained this morning, the new Superman comic, and there's a line in it. You know, no one's going to die today, and I thought, well, that's really what Superman yeah. is. It's a good point. I, and I, I, I do remember thinking it was weird, but and I, and I don't get mad about this stuff anymore. No, so. I, I wasn't. Matt, yeah, I, was no, disapp- I, I, I was disappointed that they went that way. I mean, they tried I, to make it so that it was a, it was a it was a dilemma, and then they, they tried to show that it really affected him afterwards. But and I'm not saying he's never killed; he certainly has in the comics. But it 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 seemed like a cheap way to say this is the badass modern Superman you well, want. I, I thought it was, there was much more of a struggle. I mean, it was all the way back. It harkened back to the moment in the beginning, right, where he's like, "What am I supposed to do? Let all those kids drown in the right. in the bus?" And it's sort of the companion to that. Um, I actually wasn't bothered by it. Um, I did think the setup was a little trite, but you know, is I think there was also a dog and a kid, and I mean, it was all. Why did the they that just run kill. to the right? <laughs> no, they were trapped. There was a stairwell. It was, oh, there was a stairwell. So the dude stairs, could lift his fucking kid over the edge. It was a heavy stairwell. Um, no, yeah, but uh, 
I thought his reaction to it was honest and legitimate. Yep. And, you know, he just killed the last survivor. He was the last, he is now truly the last survivor. You know, I think he was, they were just trying to nail it down that he did kill his last kinsman. But yeah, I can I can see that, but it didn't bother me nearly as much. It did, I didn't I didn't hate it. That was the only thing I was disappointed by. I was like, okay, I, that was. I think that they they adequately set it up that the way that it was positioned, there wasn't anything else for him to do. Zod specifically said, you know, one of us is going to die because if Zod doesn't go away to the Phantom Zone, mm-hmm. there's no end to it. Right. Right. There's there was no other solution now. I don't have time to figure it out what it is right now, so maybe that's a lazy filmmaker's way out, and if they'd thought about it and pounded against it for a while, they would have found some other solution, but it wouldn't have had a finality. Yeah, and, and there, I didn't want any more pounding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a loud theater? We were, we were, in, the, we were in one of those, uh, the one of 30 Dolby Atmos theaters in the country, in the world, where they have uh, 30 speakers on the ceiling uh, just to readjust your hair. And uh, it was ext- it was probably the loudest movie I've ever been in. That um, begins. No, it, it was it was a beating. It was. It was, a, yeah. it was I've a, been in movies odd. like that. It was, a, it was odd though because the dialogue was sometimes oddly tinny. It was like there wasn't enough mids in the in the voice. It wasn't as. But it was a very it's sometimes a disjointed orally. It's like a dude with a too big of a subwoofer in his car. <laughs> but the, I thought maybe people would be irritated that the whole Lois Lane well, kind let's, of let's, love story thing. Well, you, let's, let's, take back, let's take the yeah. overall view. And so yeah, let's they really got that out of the way. They really did, which is what I admire them for. They really did take a blowtorch to the sacred cows and say, we're going to tell a different Superman story. And there was actually a lot of Smallville in this. Yeah. The more I think about that, it. Debris had a remarkable uh, 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 landing uh, capability to just hit that main strip over and over and over. <laughs> well, and that... I, under, I understand the realities of filmmaking, but I couldn't help but think, boy, this, this main street is just taking a beating. That Sears <laughs> was just, just never going to be the same. Why don't yeah. I buy Sears yeah. products? So uh, why did they all just get behind their glass windows? <laughs> um, Go away. Yeah. They never, they're, they're, and they're tornado people. I get, should know that. Through the whole thing, the biggest problem I have with the movie was the stupid-ass onlookers. Leave. Uh, well, that's that's a that's an, a rich trope. That goes back to Superman, <laughs> Superman Two, where uh, hey, they killed Superman. Let's get him. Yeah, yeah. That's that whole thing. Let's, where let's always... stay in our building for far too long. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we should leave the building now. Perry, you're way the fuck off. <laughs> oh, so, it's too late. So, so the so really, uh, it opens with a very in-depth Kryptonian scene that takes it felt like it took yeah. about half an hour of really fleshing out a world and a lot of Russell Crowe a lot more Russell Crowe than I expected there to be <laughs> oh, good Russell yeah. Crowe though wasn't good, it? it it was good didn't it make you Crow. didn't it make you miss like good Russell Crowe movies yeah I wanted him to like, like at the end of it go on a ship he was just, he was just, talking like Maximus the whole time I was like oh that's enough um, so so we you know the, the sort of traditional Krypton's gonna explode Superman or Kal-El is sent off to Earth although but the changes are that Jarrell's a bit more of a fighter, although we've seen a little bit of that in the comics lately. Um, he ends up fighting Zod, who's engaging in a coup, trying to take over the government, and uh, Zod ends up killing Jarrell, which I also didn't really like. Um, see, I'm not I, I, I'm a traditional Superman, but I also will appreciate other interpretations. I really love Smallville, and Smallville's totally different than the traditional Superman, but there were elements of it I didn't love. I didn't love the fact that Lara was sort of watching the planet explode on her own. I always felt like the idea of them together was... I, yeah, I, that's, a, I, that's a big moment, but I think it makes her stronger in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when her husband dies and then she gets to look his murderers in the face and, and, and sort of drive the last moment. I, I, I think it's, it's more... It's, it's, again, not classical, but 
it's different enough that she becomes a little bit more of a stronger character. She was more into the programming of where the ship had right. to go. I, I enjoyed that aspect a lot. I, I thought the whole Krypton stuff, while seeming a little long when you know none of that stuff is going to come back, the, the planet, I thought it was really, really pretty. I thought it was some of the finest world building that I've seen in they quite, were, a, quite a while. They were the sectors. If Paul was here, he'd know. Discontinued toy line. I was like, wow. I really Very... liked, I liked the art design of their technology that looked kind of like Metropolis. Sort mm-hmm. of like, uh, yeah. you know, that sort of old 30s style. You know, especially when they were sh- when he was showing Clark the history of Krypton. It felt very much like that kind of deco art deco style, uh, which was really cool. And then, so then we flash forward to Clark being an adult, uh, you know, sort of wandering the world in 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 the, in the vein of Superman Birthright, trying to find his way. And we, we continually flash back to his childhood, where uh, he grew up. Um, you know, in, this, in very much the tra- traditional sense of of, of the Superman. I really liked the manifestation of his powers. Yeah, and that is sort of sort of like a mental illness, kind of, where he he couldn't take in all the sounds and the sights and the and the and the X ray vision, and they brought it back again when when Zod manifests his powers. I really like that Thank idea. God for the Daredevil. Remind it, yeah, reminded me of Daredevil a lot. Yeah, it's not a problem. It makes sense. It's cool. No, it's. I thought it was really something that really stuck with me was having him grow up in flashbacks and not over a continuous amount of time was really interesting. But I at the end, I don't think you really get a sense of who he is. Because there's no sort of strung along narrative. Now, see, it, I will, I will, I will disagree with you in the fact that the whole time I kept thinking, I really like this structure and I find it very elegant. Yeah, I, because I, I like rather the way than, it looked. Yeah. In, in, well, no, I mean, in 1975, you had a very specific three-part movie. 78. Whatever. Really? Yeah. Jaws. Sorry. Jaws is 75. Listen. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, there's the thing where like Smallville looked this way, and you did that, and then you did this. And I liked the way they got around it so we didn't have to spend too long with anybody and then move on from the part of the movie that you, you know, really liked if you really liked one or the other. It sort of – it was like a book and it was jumping around but I thought it jumped around well. I thought the things uh, were really, really well timed and, yeah. and, the, and the transitions were really, really seamless. Structurally, I was, I was really impressed uh, it, by doing it that way. I liked that we started out with, you know, with his um, uh, dangerous uh, – deadliest catch. Yeah. Uh, stuff and and it made sense. I remember bandit. that was the thing that uh, and and like it basically Clark's Roomspringa where yeah. he's he's off doing whatever he does and I, I think and then you actually get an explanation for that later and I remember like when the first images we saw of this movie were that that was the thing that everybody oh he's gonna do you know but it worked it worked perfectly yeah, it well was great great character building um, and whereas like if you look at the 2006 Superman you know the first thing we saw was him saving that plane which was the big huge thing and they. They made us wait for that a little more. They waited on the shark. And that was the only Superman thing that happened in the whole movie. So yeah. uh, it, this worked a, a lot better in that sense. Uh, and also watching him st- figure his powers out on that the That was awesome. I've never seen that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it, you really got it. The stakes were really good moment to moment. All of the action sequences, whether it was the small, the oil rig or the stuff towards the end, mm-hmm. the stakes grew uh, larger and larger. So uh, literally at the end, by the end of the movie, when everything was going crazy, it really did feel like the whole, this is a job for Superman. This is like the only guy who can take care of this stuff. Yeah. And I thought they built that kind of, almost like the Herculean tasks. They were They were very specific in how what he learned from them but they were exciting and you never got the sense of, of well this is just another action sequence except toward, also, toward the end they were all his fault too at the same time so he had like a spider-man kind of guilt sense going on mm. 
and he always had sort of choices to make about it and what was the right thing. And I, I enjoyed that because it, it was different than here's a problem, fix, you know, it's different than that. It was, it was more intertwined. We had a, how was your audience? We had a really, really energetic, uh, excited audience. There are a lot of moments where people were laughing. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the bar sequence um, when the guy sort of tries to push Clark over and he just sort of bounces off. And a lot of that stuff wasn't played over the top. I thought Kavil, the yeah. way he just sort of was sort of resigned to like, look, this is going nowhere, pal. You know what I mean? Like, none of, I, and, I, and the audience knew that. I love that part. I took it as, well, the, I don't, the, my audience is 10:30 on a Friday morning, so it was, <laughs> uh, it was unemployed nerds and kids. Um, uh, that part and that the entire the frustration that they set up earlier with him not being able to do anything about it. Yeah, uh, I I loved that. That was my favorite part of the character. Was that was his his humanity? That was the part of him that like I like I like the slightly frustrated Superman. I know that later he's he's going to get past that, but we got to see his. His growth. He, like, he was I, very I, playing it very small, like very. I can't yeah. do anything, and I'm very. He, he was looking at his shoes. He wasn't looking at the guy in the face, and and he's got a. It's it's just there's a real like, I, I can I can do these things, but he also knew like it was. What's he gonna do? He's gonna break. The, he's gonna destroy the guy's skull. Like it's there's right. nothing. It's a whole out. turning. It's a whole turning the other cheek, right? I mean, he's yeah. manifests that a lot, and um, it's just there's a. He was learning. It wasn't like even humility or being humble. It's just like I can't rip the guy's head off, even though I totally could. But there, but there was a thing about humble, and I'm sure that they touched on stuff like this in Smallville. And I know that there were bits of it in in the Donner movie, where well, he had you know, to. when he was a kid, he really wanted to fight, and he had the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, Mike, but the uh, bully, although they didn't, they didn't name him in the movie in the credits, he was Whitney. He was the same character from the. Oh, the really? Model. Yeah, I totally didn't. But well, yeah. What do you guys think of Costner? I thought he 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 really reminded me of the um like his name escaping me now, but the uh, Duke, the Duke brother, John uh, Don Schneider, yeah. Yeah, in moments during the uh, during his scenes, I thought he was good. He was great. It was exactly the right thing for him. Life on the farm must be hard because according to his gravestone, he died when he was 46. <laughs> yes, Dude, same that thing. That was bizarre. I was like, 46, I, my ass. <laughs> I like, was doing the math in my head. And like, I'm, I read it wrong. It had to be 56. Like, I literally was – that was – he looked bad for 46, I think. Conversely, con- I, I really liked him. I thought he edited that group. But yeah, conversely, he, I was not impressed by, by uh, the actress's name. Diane Lane. Diane Lane. For some reason, like – she played it off a little like scared. I don't know. She didn't. She didn't uh, project the kind of strength that Kevin Costner did at all. So that he wasn't. So she wasn't his equal in sort of their his racing. I felt like the only time I saw the strength. She was like in denial half the time. Well, uh, like when after her house was trashed, which actually got another laugh where there was like a car in their living room, um, where she's like, "Yeah, I'm here." Just like she's just cleaning stuff up. That was a her sort of. Her, she seemed more like gr- stronger at that point than she yes. did in the rest of the film, and uh, I was like, oh, "Okay, that, that's Martha." That I, I well, she I, had to I, be I, by I that did. point because she was yeah. on her own. Um, but you, I mean, but you saw what I was talking about then. You noticed, yeah. It. It's yeah. definitely about it's definitely about Pa before it's about Ma. I mean, yeah, yeah he, I, and I don't I don't like that so much. I think there could be a thing to it. They did normally. I mean, and you and you'd sort of mentioned with Laurel, and I think that there's a real. It's very easy to make all of the women in this to be damsels in distress, just side players. But they all had something to do with what was going on. 
I thought. They were sort of team members. Yeah. Well, that brings us to Lois, which is probably <laughs> the biggest change in the f- in the film in terms of the mythos, isn't that the Lois-Clark relationship and that she basically knows who he is from the very beginning. Apparently everyone does. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking last night was that they were it's very a- open about his Clark, name, where he lives. you're at his house. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in Kansas. Um, yeah. He's like, don't track me. We don't need to. We went to your house. <laughs> yeah, you keep telling people. Um, <laughs> but she, I mean, she knows from the very sort of get-go who he is, and and it, so you you sort of automatically jettison that love triangle, the traditional love triangle. Um, but uh, it it was weird. I mean, I think I I do find that they should be commended for trying new things, and I I, I think it's just I felt Lois's role in this was odd past the opening when she where she basically initiates the whole discovery of superman but i loved i love the change in this just because it was really ballsy and it sort of it leads it makes yeah. things sort of interesting for the next film but i unfortunately i just didn't like her that much i thought she was too cutesy and i know she was trying to be more like hard-boiled she and, was hard-boiled the I, first scene and then very I, first I, scene and then it sort of went away i will fight you <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. I, I, I like her. That's a thing where it's one of those every once in a while actors or actresses come along and you just inherently sort of like. I love Amy Adams. I, love I, I, have a, I have a thing for her. I'm not saying she's on my top five list, but I like her a lot. And I think she does pull off the hold your own thing. All I was seeing is her character from The Fighter, by the way, the whole time. Um, Interesting. But Not Enchanted? I, but the thing was, every time I thought she was just, I was like, why is she there? I realized she still, she, they made sure she had a part to play in everything. Yeah. Jorel gave her the instructions to do it. She said, "I'll go up on the spaceship." Yeah, you know, she volunteered to do those things, and those are all Lois things to me. Yeah, so I did like uh, her running around the ship shooting Kryptonians very that was awesome. yeah. haphazardly. I did, I did. It just was a very unusual role for Lois to be in. It, it, took, it took a while to sort of calibrate the fact that she's running around shooting Kryptonians, and she had a lot more gravity than Kate Bosworth did. Oh yeah, which was one of the worst parts of that movie. Well, the, so, a lot of this movie felt like a direct and uh, total assault on Superman. Answer to that. that. You think Superman didn't punch anybody, nerds? Well, he's going to punch somebody for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this was a really interesting mashup of lots of things from all yeah. of Superman. Yeah. There were things from Smallville. There were, there were lines directly from uh, the 78 film. And there was even nods. I, when he goes to the church and talks to the priest, I thought of that uh, Azarello storyline. Uh, well, that was one of the that. many. That was one of the many uh, allusions to Christ that were very. There was a lot of religion in general. I uh, felt like going to church after because I. <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting. It was interesting. Some of it, I thought, boy, people who are religious are really going to like this, and then others, I thought, boy, people who are religious are really not going to like this. That went both ways, and I actually, I, I enjoyed that. That's now right. I am a flaming. I mean, I'm literally the educated liberal, godless person that right. they hate. So I, I thought I thought it covered a couple of different things. I mean, obviously, you know, I have I have a point of view, but I was like, this is a little this is a little heavy handed in it. Uh, well, I, I like I, the question. The question should be asked is what I'm saying. And, and we even got I was walking as I was leaving with Connor. I was thinking this saying how about when they were doing their fight that the Zod, all that big fighting at the end, it was really like gods on battling on Earth. Like they made it really it big. Good. They made it so big, and I, I actually really appreciated the scale. I liked, even though they used it a lot, the the very quick fighting and movement around uh, that kind of effect. It was almost like human eyes 
could just barely keep up with what was going on. And I thought that really added sort of a, a, a grandeur and awe to the character and to what he's capable of uh, that I don't think really has been touched upon in, in the other films. I don't think that... Well, we've never had the opportunity to see him really go all out. You know, the technology... The first time we had it, it was Superman Returns, and he, he didn't do much other than save people from disasters, which I was fine, but this was a, very much the action Superman who was fighting other Kryptonians, which is also a lot... There was a lot of new Krypton in this. Yeah. In that comic book storyline. There was a lot of elements taken from all over the place. Yeah, where people are, are born into a role, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I didn't... The only... There was the only thing that I didn't understand was like... They were out exploring all these different planets, and then they had resource problems at home. Like, the, you would think that they would be able to get resources from other places, but I guess they right. just sort of said. They, they were, they, I mean, like, they, they wouldn't make the changes. They said, we'll be fine. You know, it's, it's like bureaucracy and it's ineptness, I guess. But I, I, really, I really thought all of that stuff worked. I, I, I liked the fact that they were doing terraforming, and I, I thought they used, they, they used the technology in interesting ways. But go ahead, Josh. I'll tell you something, and and forgive me, as I refer to people who are in this movie, I'm going to refer to them as the TV character I know them best as. <laughs> right. So there's going to be Keller, who many of you don't know as Stabler. Yeah. There's going to be Toby. There yeah. was there was some Galactica guys for a while. There was a whole reunion at the Well, you know what was really funny, Mike? I don't know if you caught and this. And he was but... watching a fucking screen. It was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I don't know if you caught this or not, but uh, so Toby Ziegler plays Dr. Emil. Uh, right. But also, the guy from ba- Battlestar played Dr. Emil on Smallville. Oh, that's right. So that's so he, funny. So they were the, they were in the same scene together. Both guys having played the same character. But um, uh, well, I just uh, felt like they were filming it up in Canada, and they're like, "Hey, call up all those guys. They're not doing anything." Um, I I love them on BSG. What I was gonna say is that uh, I really enjoyed that, and this may be from a storyline that I haven't read, but I really like that Superman was special in both worlds. Mm-hmm. I like that he's not a regular Kryptonian anyway. I like that there's oh, yeah. a reason for him to be outstanding other than the fact that he has powers. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, because it's about his character. It's about him making the right choices. And, you know, the fact that he was the only natural-born Kryptonian, you know, the, the, you know, that gave him a little edge. Like, he's a thing. It doesn't fit in there either. You know, if he'd just grown up there, he still would have been different. He still would have right. had to stand up. He still would have been, theoretically, you know, a, a great being. Um, and I think that that's a really nice uh, – it's a thing that I've never quite liked about about the Superman mythos is that well, all of these Kryptonians would be great. And they're not. Well, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be powerful. Not necessarily they'd be great, powerful. Though. The, great, the so greatness always came from him being raised by, by Martha and Jonathan. Right. I mean that was really yeah. the traditional – you know, it was the values that they instilled in him that made him great. Um, but they also, I mean, they also they attribute some of it to Jor El. Like they said in this movie, anyway. No, no, that's that. that I mean, that's what they're doing now. But in the, in the past, it wasn't so much that all the Kryptonians would be Superman. It was that they would <laughs> they would probably all be Zod more than Superman. Superman yeah. was, was a product of of Earth as much as he was a Krypton, and it was the Earth values and the truth, justice, and the American way kind of thing. But um, I don't know. I feel I don't feel conflicted on the movie. I, I don't. I didn't come out of it like Star Trek, where I was trying to talk myself into liking it. Uh, the last Look, it had it had almost no fan service, which I really appreciated. And the, other, the stuff other was than very like subtle. On a truck, yeah, you know, the, the stuff was very subtle about the fan service. Um, but uh, there, the, there was, a, I mean, there was a couple of things I just I would have done differently had I been doing it. But I did, I did really enjoy it. I had a really fun time with it. Um, I, I thought it was a really elegant embracing of this kind of character for the 21st century. And like nodding to where it came from, but like saying we're gonna we're going to try something new. We're gonna honor what the character is all about, 
Um, but we're not we're not going to just rehash old arguments and, and and try to do our own interpretation of of it. Well, we're going to do our own thing, which I, I thought was well, a lot of let's let's talk about Henry uh, Cavill on his own, I guess, as a Superman. Um, what did what did what did you think of him? Uh, I mean, Connor was he did he did was he Superman for you? Yeah, I think he would, I think he did a good job. I, I really I thought. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's such a burden, the cape. God, it it, it really is, and I, and I don't know why anyone would want it. I mean, well, they called it out. He, he, Zod used it against him in the fight. That was no, awesome. I, no, no. I mean, literally, I like that. like I mean, like metaphorically, as, as an actor, it's a burden. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's a burden to put the cape on because you. Become, Mike is so literal. I really well, I was just thinking, man, that thing is they're really using it. It's great. <laughs> I was just thinking of the Incredibles. I was like, yep, yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's right. Um, so I thought he was, I thought he was good. I mean, I, I he he's a little bit of of a non traditional. Handsome look. Like he's handsome, but he's not traditionally handsome. How? What sort of hair product does that man use? Because that hair was ready to explode at any point, but it was holding back. I did. <laughs> during the torna- during the tornado, it was all all of it. There's, there's no point. Like he, he, she should go for a buzz cut because he's got he's got whitey fro. I know it well. <laughs> and it was just I was holding in place. I was like, that's amazing hair product he's got there. No, but uh, that like walk having walk around without a shirt on. I was like, well, I feel as horrible as I felt since three hundred. I cannot <laughs> believe how do you get those muscles on the side like that? <laughs> just don't eat. And things. I mean, the, um, I thought he was. I, what was really interesting, I thought he. I loved. Every time he was talking as Superman and as Clark, I really I liked him. I thought he really was great. I oddly though, I felt like I never got enough time with him yeah. in a weird way. And it might have been because the scenes were short or That's the good, dialogue though. that he Yeah, no, it leaves you wanting more. Um I, I, I felt I, like I got to know the Christopher Reeve Superman much more closely. Maybe because it's three movies, but well, even just in the seventy eight film I felt more connected. But I kinda liked that I didn't know him fully at the I didn't of get a chance to be is the choice that they seem to have made is that the Superman that you see in the movie is actually Clark. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so there's, with, no, there's, with, no, with a, there's no break in the character. That was with a little movie. more bearing. And he wasn't Clark Kent, Clark Kent yet. No. He was at the very end. And when he was, that was the only part where I was like, oh. Because it doesn't really work at that point. Reeve did. It doesn't. Because Reeve did that thing where he stooped his shoulder and he, he was a different person. He was acting a different way. But the whole time you were seeing the one guy, which is not wrong or anything. It's just a choice that they seem to have made. Um, so at the end, I didn't really buy him as Clark. And then when she acted, was she acting like she didn't know him? Or no, she, no, yeah, she no. knew. She knew him. She, okay. Yeah, she knew. But I, I think she was. She was acknowledging that. I think she was pretending like she didn't know him in front of the other people. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the little but. smile she gave him. I think acknowledging <laughs> that she knew who he was. It just that was to me where I thought you know about three quarters of the movie that they're not they're not even going to do Clark Kent. Cause, yeah, and I was cool with that. Well, that's because they they couldn't. It seems like and they're right. they're going to try. It didn't it didn't seem to work as much at the end as. You know, it was it was also again like the Smallville thing where he just um, put up the, put the glasses on and I'm Clark, which is fine because that's what the comics do. You know, the, the comics can't really re- recreate the physicality. Only Frank quietly really sort of changes the yeah. look and feel of Clark Kent when he's not Superman. But it, you know, I can I, I really can see why people really don't like the movie. I really, really? can. I can see I, it. I can see it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I can see it. it. But is that dislike just stem from this isn't what I've already seen before and I want to see the same thing again? Which no, is the same thing seeing over I and over. I think it depends on how, how, how sacred you hold the different elements, you know? Like, it, but, yeah. You I, know, it, it's, it's whether or not you hold the idea that, that there needs to be the, the, the Clark, Lois, love triangle, Superman love triangle, whether or not you think 
Superman really can never kill they, anyone. You know, that, no, I, think that's, I think those are the two biggest sticking points. I haven't read everything yet, but I think I can. They imagine. have those stories, though, is my opinion. Yeah, and, they have and a this lot didn't of them. Feel like, it didn't feel like what they were going to say John Peter Superman was going to be. Yeah. It wasn't that. No, that it was, was you know, it was Superman, but with choices they may not necessarily have liked, but it was Superman, I think, is, is at the end of the day. And, yeah. and it, was, me. it was a different Superman. It was a Superman <laughs> that. It didn't try to. It didn't rip off things from other films like Star Trek, and it wasn't sort of this weird rehash like Superman Returns. It was its own thing. It stands very strongly on its own thing, and it, it, the changes I thought honored the past and sort of invigorated the conversation. You can always watch the '78 film. You can always watch the read the millions of books. But I'm so stoked that they embraced this opportunity to do something new, which is what they didn't do in Into Darkness. Yeah. And, and it's, like, what they I, did, it's what they did with Batman. Yeah. And, yeah. Although Batman hewed much closer to the traditional elements in, in the general sense than this did, but it was very, it was very different, different in its face. Um, yeah. I, was, but also I, was, those, I admire yeah, the audacity of it. I admire the idea, the idea that we're just going to fucking blow torch. And, and, and Superman should be bold. It should be big. It should be exciting. And it should... These kinds of movies, when's the last time you got into these really passionate debates and weren't ripping on the film? Yeah. You're like, is this a good thing or not? I don't know, but I'm glad it happened. I, 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 mean, agree, I agree with that. But I think that that's a very – that's a viewpoint that you can have after watching 13 years of, of <laughs> rebooted superhero movies to the point where like they're not a big deal anymore. Right. Right. Like It's hard to make it feel like a big deal anymore. And even though Superman's a big deal, Although, there's been enough movies. I think movies. this is a big deal, I think, because Superman does hold a different place in culture. I mean, when we were in the th waiting for the movie to start, um, actually, as I was waiting for Mike to show up because he was in traffic for half an hour. Uh, it was tough. It was it was a, a lot of I've been in L.A. There was a lot of Superman shirts, you know, mm -hmm. to the point. Dude, the, the entire theater, I, it, for people in L.A., we saw it in the Sherman Oaks arc, like, and there are about there are 12 theaters. Every theater was showing Superman at 12 o'clock midnight. The place was packed. And it was, uh, people were, there was a, I there mean, was a I, Superman cape in our theater. I mean, there, there's, yeah. a, there's a different thing that Superman has in the culture than, say, Iron Man. And, and this, this movie may not be as popular as those, those movies will be, but... Uh, he's he's Superman. At the end of the day, he's but, a, he's Superman. And I think that yeah. most people that's something special. But yeah. my my point being, like, we're it's it's not as it's not as huge as it used to be because we like in 2006 we'd never seen a modern Superman movie, right? Yeah, and we'd never seen the Avengers. I mean, so we've seen all those things now. So in a certain way, their work is cut out for them a lot more because they don't have spectacle and tradition alone. They've got to do a good job. Although I thought and, the spectacle in this, in terms of if you think, oh, yeah. if you look at this. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to compare these movies straight up. But if you look at the final fight in Avengers, that basically took block to place in that one city block. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. In by Grand Central Station versus or Terminal versus uh, this, which I feel like Zack Snyder got paid by the rubble because <laughs> uh, Metropolis. I, the, the other thing that kind of bothered me the, the movie was I know Metropolis oh, okay. basically is completely destroyed in this movie. Mm -hmm. I, I thought he didn't save a lot of people. Building after building after building collapses. Yeah. There must have been millions of dead people in Metropolis. And then cut to, hey, I'm Clark Kent, the new reporter. And you're just like, no. wait, <laughs> I, was at, I was in New York after 9-11. People know, were, yeah, people were just like, hey, what's up? This Let's get lunch soon. This, I don't know if this is the first time, but this is the first time in a while that I saw a scene like that. Um, when the first buildings start coming down, they show the people running along the streets as it's yeah. following yeah. after them. And that still makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, like that I, was, I that was literally looked away. I was like, I can't watch that this was part. Hard. To yeah, see. That yeah, was, that was, was rough. Wanton, um, 
casual way that they destroyed the city. And I understand it's, it's a superhero movie, and that's, that's it's a different thing. It's not real. But it was still like, wow, they're really just... I, th- I thought there'd be more consequences to the fact that Zod and his army basically lay waste to, to an entire city. I think that the, the, ver- the very first time that he attacked Zod... When he was going after his mother, which, by the way, is a, is a wonderful yes. little setup thing, and awesome. it was when he when he hit him, that was the pent up frustration of everything. He could finally hit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Of all, so it was a really nice culmination, and so that's why he went and all that stuff got destroyed. And I thought, okay, he's just out of his control of his emotions a little bit, which but is was, a thing that Superman won't do again. Right. And then that kept going on a little bit, where he was like, I. I I get why they destroyed the city. I, you know, it's it's the thing that would happen. But I kept thinking, wouldn't he try to get him away from the city? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, drag him out somewhere. And that's usually what he does. And mm-hmm. but it doesn't um, make as good a movie, I guess. I, I just, you know, just from a technical standpoint, I, I I liked the the fight that we saw had a lot of impact. It was very physical. You really dozens felt of them. But the thing is, that's what it was. It was, it was like you had this big, huge battle, and then literally three minutes later, you have another big battle that lasts three quarters as long. So by the end of it, you're just like, I can't even remember what the beginning of this film was like because it's been pummeled out of my brain. That's the images. This is, this is the reaction to Superman Returns, though. Exactly. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> not. It was not a real estate scheme movie. You wanted fight, nerds. We're gonna give yeah. you fights. And they and and I, I would think nerds love fights. <laughs> from, from, from my I comic book experience right. I like the fighting I, I mean I like the battle because it had stakes I felt like this was truly I felt more I, I felt this was a, a bigger deal of an invasion slash earth pr- right. problem than the Avengers film by far well, like I, I kind of thought the setup was really cool with the, uh, with the machines on opposite sides I'm like oh this could really really be difficult it I was a really nice nod to the 1978 film where the two missiles are going in two different directions you, know, you got to figure out how to do both things at once and kind of like the Batman it's at the event, the, the end of the okay. second one where you have to make the two the decision there were a lot of that and I, I liked the fact every good it's seemingly like every pure Superman big event story he needs humanity to help save the day that he can't do it on his own that's the whole point of superman and i thought they did that in a, in a fairly okay and subtle and elegant way i thought you know it, go go ahead. Ahead. No, i was just saying that the, the lack of consequences was made me think of dark knight rises which i try not to think of that movie as much as possible but you know it didn't the, feel like that though you didn't walk out going yeah. no but it but it felt like you know that there was a weird lack of like in Dark Knight Rises, this whole thing is happening where Bane takes over the the city, but it, no one seems to care or actually act like the city's being taken over. And then the same thing happened with this, where no one seems to care or act like the. the I don't know that that wouldn't happen. Well, I mean, way, people it's, it's, being it's, it's, as like they there's, are, there's a strange sort of disconnect between. But I, I don't I mean, even even the first Superman movie that Mike just mentioned. There was there felt more there was more consequence to his decision of choosing one missile over the other. You know, Lois dies. You know, and he's affected by it. Whereas here. You know the cities are destroyed, and, and it didn't seem like he's also had his dad. Like it was, I I'm gonna go ahead and just I gotta give credit. I think to Zack Snyder in general for doing a much better movie than I ever it thought he was capable. Much not it was very much not a Zack Snyder movie. He really he'd really laid back, and and again in terms of structure, the Pocket had set that kind of thing up. Where yeah. he's like sometimes don't you, don't you think that Ma would have rather had her husband than the dog? I I that was that was one of the only decisions that rang hollow. Like, you know, like, like Kevin Costner, that was a stupid thing. People like, love he, their dogs, I understand that. But wouldn't, at the end of the day, you'd rather have he, your husband? Yeah, they just didn't. run out there and get him without looking particularly super. 
<laughs> well, that, he's super fast at that. Yeah, that that was. I I thought that was. Yeah, he cheap. could have gone and grabbed him, and ran somewhere else five miles yeah. away to be like the tornado put me down, and then been yeah. back. Before, like, there's all sorts of things. Exactly, because yeah. you can do that with Superman's powers. And everybody, yeah, and everybody's looking at the storm, and they're not really worried. Oh, they're gonna get that guy, and it just that seems rushed. I I just just give him have him have a heart attack or something. I mean, just do the heart attack thing. Yeah. You don't have to do the twister, drag him up. But it does add. If more he'd to had the a belt, then, he'd have been fine. <laughs> That's what you need as a belt. It does add more to the guilt. I mean, there's a lot of layering on oh, sure. of everything is his, sort of his fault. But, but the point being that when he did the thing earlier, he people saw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he said sometimes, you know, basically, it was funny. There was a moment where Clark is like, "Was I supposed to let them die?" And Kevin Costner was like, "I was like, yeah, going to say yes <laughs> He's like, for yeah. no reason." Yes, you should let them die so that no one knows who you are. Like, no, that's not right. Well, it's fear. They take away a yeah. son, and the government yeah. will take a son away and never, you know, they'll dissect and I, him. I love that part where they were like, you are the answer to whether or not we're alone. Yeah. And, like, I don't think that's really been underscored in the other films as much. Like, the, the sort of incredible realization that would have for humanity as a whole. Not just like, oh, oh you're an alien and you have powers. But, like, wow, th- you are answering the question. That, would, that reminds me is that one of the problems that I did have, one of the things I didn't like is that uh, I think Perry White did one of the stupidest things for a person who's supposed to be a newsman <laughs> where he said, no, we can't run the story. I believe you because think about what it would do to people. And I was like, that seems to be the complete antithesis of what journalism is. Yes and no. There's, I mean, it's it's what journalism is now, which is just muckraking and and, and unsourced I know, but news. But 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 I think they're I think they're it's true. Perry is more of a traditional journalist in that, you know, you don't print everything. Yeah, it's, that there would be ramifications. You you have people. to think about what you're gonna what what you know. It's like people during the the war didn't print everything because it well, right? But that's not the reason not to do it. That's yeah. That's, it's, it's it's you have to figure out the, cons- figure out the consequence of your actions. You know, now mm-hmm. that's sort of the, the dichotomy between him and the blogger was that the blogger will just print anything no matter what the I, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I still think that there's an element to it. Like, but there, is there still a responsibility for people in, to tell people what's going on? And not not damn the torpedoes in, in that sense, but in a, well, then you figure out a, a way to do it. Because there's also the it, business sense that they didn't have any proof that there was an alien other than she said there's true. an alien. So they that's not what that. he said. Yeah, but I think there's, you know, a lot of it's subtext. Like, he, you know, without, you can't put on the front page the of your of the New York Times, there's aliens, but we don't have the proof. You know, you'll get laughed out of the out of the newsstand. That's true. As, so, in terms of it being DC's, like this is what we got. World, like I thought, it was really successful. Like it well, felt didn't last feel like they got was Green Lantern. Right. It didn't feel like a Marvel film. I don't think any DC film can or should. Um, I, I I would I still. I find it. I would find it really interesting to see how Superman would react to other superheroes around him. I just, it's hard for me to see that. But I'm really glad that people seem to be having a good time, and that I left going, "Wow, I didn't expect it to be this different, and yet I'm really okay with it. I'm much more excited about it than I've because when I when the credits start going, I was like, I don't know if I liked it or not. Like I literally didn't know how to process it because. First of all, I, I was a little irritated by all the fighting at the end. I just thought it was sort of <laughs> relentless. But um, but I was I was literally kind of on the edge of my seat a couple of times. I was like, this I'm really into what's going on, and I, I know, I yeah. My take on it as I watched it was I'm enjoying this, and I, there was all sorts of things that I saw, and as I thought about them, I liked. There were a couple of places where I caught myself rolling my eyes, 
Mm. But they were like little things. I was like, that was a weird little choice. But they were like they they weren't lasting. I can't tell you what they were right now. It was just they did something a little bit hokey here and there. Overall, like I kept thinking, I I like this Superman. I understand the character choices they made with him, and I think it's an interesting interpretation. It's a great portrayal of Superman. Uh-huh. Yes, and that and that at the end is all that I can really expect. Mm-hmm. If that's there's all not candy. so many things, I, I think I think one of the detriments this movie might have is that. In comparison to the Marvel movies, which is hard to not make, but it's, what people are going to do is that it's it's much less zippier in terms of pacing. There's, huh. I, think, I think, especially in the first in the first half, there's there's a lot of after Krypton and before Zod arrives on Earth. There's a lot of segments where you're just kind of like, okay, let's move along a little bit. That's interesting. I really like the smaller like those little vignettes, like the, the saloon and just him figuring things out. No, and- I like that stuff. I just think that you know, in the, in the modern world of superhero, you know, unfortunately, when 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 you set the standard like Marvel's done, everything's going to be compared to that. And you know, if, it's just compared to like movies <laughs> like Iron Man, it's much less sort of you know, it doesn't move quite as fast. It's not gl- it's not glossy like no. a Marvel film. I did like it. I liked the way it looked. I liked the way. It I love the palette. I, I love it. Wasn't a bright film that I liked the way they treated colors. It wasn't, it wasn't that Watchmen coloring thing that he. I liked. Done. I liked no. the costume. I liked. I mean, I liked. I, I liked all that stuff. Um, I loved the costume work in this. I really got the sense that they were uniforms and they felt almost like uh, Roman centurion style. You got the sense that they had elements of um, formality to them. I felt like the Superman. I, I was looking at the Superman outfit in a very different way. It looked like a centurion style. Right. Especially with the way the cape, uh, this is nerdy, but uh, this whole thing is nerdy. But the way the thing, it, it the cape was a straight bottom. Yeah, you know the edge of it wasn't curved or jagged or anything. It was a, it was a, it was straight across, and it it made a much more regal uh, feeling to the whole thing. And when when Zod was in his outfits and all of the outfits, it gave this sense of it was otherworldly, but it demanded respect in a way that. The costume, I don't think, has demanded respect before because it was just so goddamn bright all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? This this felt like something that was special to be worn that signified something larger than just the person. So I really enjoyed the costume design for all the Kryptonian stuff. I mean, the, I, I really think the only real problem I had that was a real problem was the killing. and that did, But that didn't affect my enjoyment of the film. I mean, I get it. I just wouldn't have made that choice. But I understand that, why they did it and... And they, I think they handled it as well as they could have. But other than that, it was exactly the opposite of the more I, the more I thought about Star Trek, the more I disliked it. And in fact, yeah. that, that continues to this day. But the, yeah. the more I think about this, the more I like it. Yeah. Um, and we're, Mike and I are going to go see it again tonight with a bunch of people because uh, we, we're not tired enough. Yeah, um, ten, 10 hours. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what my reaction is after you know, seeing it again and seeing what I catch the second time and, like, and sort of being able to process it you know, differently. But... I, I did have a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I think the Zod moment surprised me. I actually did not expect that to happen, which I got to hand it. Which like, moment? when's the last when he kills Zod? Okay. Uh, like, I didn't expect that. And, like, I, that rarely happens, especially with a Superman film when, where yeah. something truly unexpected actually happens. Uh, so I got to hand it to them. And the moment that he, he looked, you re, he'll never do it again. I mean, it was right. just like one of those things where. Until he a lot of people brain. died in that other fight, but like this is it. Like he killed his own countryman, his father's friend. He who killed his father. No, no, he killed his father's friend. Yeah, but his father, he who, yeah. who had also killed his father. Yeah, yeah, who killed his father. But like it was a, that was his last 
touch to his his normal his his existence. And true. as a Kryptonian, that wouldn't have meant anything to him if you look at it that way. That's true. That's right. I, it was just there was a moment I, I of agree. like, what it's have I done time. that I enjoyed? Uh, on his face. If it's, if, it's, if, it's, if they use it that way, if they if they say, okay, you know, if, if it's mentioned again, I'm, you know, I killed someone once, so I can never do it again. Never again, right? If he starts killing every villain in every movie, no. then, then it's going to be a problem. Exactly I can't right. imagine that that happens. No, I can't either. It's, but I'm just saying, you know, <clears throat> I hope they don't take it as this is the badass super punished. I think though, this is punisher, this yeah. this is going to make uh, Clark even more vigilant about that. Because he can never do that again. It, like that feeling, he can never feel again. Like it's that the, much rage and that much helplessness, and then the it's finality. The question. Mm. It's the it, you know, Like you're, yeah. in the, you're in the bunker with Hitler. What do you do? You know, I think maybe, maybe because but he's he's unstoppable. Like there no, was, but that's only if you're if, you know someone who's, yeah. who doesn't kill. I mean, there's only that's true. way. You know, he's, I strike he, that comment. He, you know, is it, goes, oh. it goes back to the line in the comic. You know, no one's going to die today. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's always been part of Superman's mythos. Again, he's killed in the comics. It's happened. But uh, if they take it as a learning experience, it's a, it's a, life, it's a life lesson. They're going to sit around the couch in the sitcom set and talk about how they should never kill again. But uh, as long as he takes that forward in the story and says, you know, I, can, I always have to find a way now. I, I, and I thought Zod's character was good. I liked that little mini monologue that he had about, like, I have been designed to fight for Krypton. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, my, that's all I've got. That was very much the comics, the new Krypton stuff. Which and you, don't, you don't get the sense that he's a bad guy. No, you don't get – he's not the old – the one from the the second film at all where he's sort of this yeah. power-hungry sort of crazed individual. This guy is just de- determined to he's bring Krypton back. Yeah. And I, I really admired that. And um, I, I loved his characterization. And I liked that he had a weakness. I liked that he couldn't handle all those senses and actually retreated. Um, he seemed much more like a general to me than he's been portrayed by, uh, like, as a pa- in the past. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting. It's certainly the film. There's a lot to talk about. And I can, again, I can see why some people hate it. I can see why some people love it. Um, I, I just, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm always surprised by those reactions because they're you're usually not the same as mine. But I can see why this would be this would play well to a general audience. You know, cause I think sure. I think I think really the the most intense dis- negative reactions are going to come from the super fans, which makes sense. There's only um, like ten of those. No, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. But I I think I I you know like I know our own Paul Montgomery did not like it. Oh really? So um, but I can see it. I I understand it. I I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it. So there you That's go. That's fair. Um, but you can go to fanboy.com. You can discuss this movie there. You can, as we said, our own Paul Montgomery, he wrote a review on the movie. You can check it out there at fanboy.com. You can talk about this show. And we will be back for The Wolverine. Weren't we supposed enough. to each talk for 10 minutes at the beginning about our particular thoughts on the character? Or is that, we don't do that anymore? Well, we kind of jumped into <laughs> the killing bit. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. You know. So until, that, until the next show, which is, I think is The Wolverine in, in July, I'm Connor. I'm Mike. Hey, thanks for having me on as a guest, guys. No problem. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming by. We really enjoyed it.
Mike, you ready? You tired? How you feeling? I am really fucking tired. <laughs> I'll, you, I, dude, I don't want to be this guy, but you don't even. Oh know yeah, that. yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you're a parent, you'll understand. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Then I read your blog post and I, 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 I wept, and then I took a nap. <laughs> You could just do that. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I think I'll take a nap. <laughs> You've no idea the freedom in that idea. <laughs> to just go. You know what? Sleep. Fuck it. I mean, like, there's a thing like I should be working or whatever, but it's not no. even. It's not even a thing. All right. All right. Oh man. I am recording. So you guys were out, were out late, and now it's early for you. Yeah, I I got home at three thirty. Nice. And when when Megan's alarm went off at six thirty, I was like, what the fuck. Did you have to take her to work? No, I, I, she's like, you don't have to take me. I was like, good, because I would kill us both. <laughs> yeah, that was yesterday. I was like, I should not be driving right now. <laughs> I woke up just before 4 a.m., and I never went back to sleep. Oh, dude. 